on the edge of space before time began. There was only the Hubverse. Sprocketeers avenged clarity. They dismantled obscurity. They danced when the flywheel spun. Here, we bring you the stories and the journeys to becoming the HubSpot Super Admin. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello and welcome to Becoming a HubSpot Super Admin podcast, where we're championing the HubSpot Super Admin. I'm here today with George B. Thomas. Welcome, Thomas. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate you, Grant. I'm so, I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to have this conversation. I feel like it's going to be two guys sitting on a bar stool, you know, just rapping about like HubSpot and history and all the good things that come with the culture that is the inbound and HubSpot culture. So super excited to be here. Love it. Thanks. So let's jump into where you're at now so we can then start from the beginning and meet back up with it. So tell us a couple statements that explain to us what it is you're doing now, right now at Impulse Creative. Yeah, Impulse Creative, it's really interesting. I mean, first of all, I've got a job description that is inbound evangelist. Nobody really understands what that means or what I do. Uh, but for most of my day, I'm creating content. I'm doing HubSpot onboardings. I'm also doing Hub LMS support, which is a learning management system that we built on top of HubSpot. And so between those things and, you know, client calls here and there, that is pretty much my day. Other than I always try to find time to do two things that I think are important on a daily basis, and that is educating myself on things that I've either already learned or need to learn new mm -hmm. and strategizing on how the heck I'm going to use those personally or for Impulse Creative or for clients. So that's that's kind of what my day looks like. Wait, George, you don't already know everything about HubSpot? No, no, I, uh, it's amazing because HubSpot keeps changing it. That's right. They keep moving the target. It's like, come on. Like when you think you know everything, then they're like, hey, here's this brand new hub that we never had before. Love it's it. Like, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. No matter what you're doing, there's always going to be this ongoing learning on top of it of either taking the stuff you already know and applying it in a new way. Or like you're saying, what's just come out new. They keep coming out with these features. It's amazing. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, too, like not everybody pays attention to this, but since we're talking to HubSpot admins or people who are maybe aspiring to be HubSpot admins in the future is like with the HubSpot Academy, I've recertified like almost every cert. Right. Since 2013. Right. <laughs> so you know how many times I've watched some of the same videos, but it's like when you watch a good movie, right? You ever right. watch Avatar and like the third time you watch it, you're like, oh, <laughs> like you start to connect the dots. Like the same thing happens if you really dive into HubSpot Academy content and inbound strategy and HubSpot. You have those oh moments, even though it might be like the third or fifth time you've gone through the content. I love that, George. I, I have had that aha moment and all kidding aside, it's not necessarily that the content has changed. It's that you have grown. It's that you're a new person coming to that same content, be it a movie or a book. And so you get new yeah. things out of it. I appreciate that insight. Yeah. Going back and maybe recertifying, not because you need it, but because you're coming as a different person to it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, on to the second question then. Let's talk about now that we know where you're at here. Take us to the beginning of what got you to here on your HubSpot journey. What kind of sparked this whole HubSpot life? 
Yeah, it's it's really crazy to kind of think of, Grant, because if I was any other type of person, I would tell you that it was a complete fluke, although I don't necessarily believe that anything in life mm-hmm. is a fluke. Like, I think there's kind of a master plan, a design, a thing that we're going to go through journey. Sure, we have choices, but we end up going kind of down this path of something that we're supposed to do. And the the thought of actually even just saying what I do at Impulse Creative and realizing where my journey started as far as just like education and like, oh, man, like being a high school dropout and being able to have that last section that we just talked about and the things that I'm doing is absolutely amazing. But to fast forward to where this actually becomes about inbound and HubSpot right. uh, is the fact that 2012, right? I'm sitting at this little tiny agency in Maslin, Ohio. Um, I'm doing design and development. I'm helping uh, somebody who just started this agency. It's a small ragtag. There's like five of us, okay. right? And we've right. got an office and, and we're just, we're hammering out. We're grinding it out we're, we're on the hustle right getting it done and uh our, our social media guy comes in to, and he's like hey guys we got to check out he doesn't talk like that by the way but he's, <laughs> hey guys we got to check out this uh, world's largest webinar and we're like world's largest what he's like yeah it's put on by this company named hubspot we're like hub what hub who what is going on and so um make a long story short we end up watching this webinar and it was back when mark killens was actually in charge of the hubspot oh, wow. academy um and that team and and uh, all of a sudden, they they spit out something about like, hey, we're going to give away free tickets to the top, like uh, 5% of tweeters. We're giving 10 free tickets or something crazy like that. I forget the math. It's 2012. I can <laughs> barely remember what I had for lunch yesterday. But, you know, so at moral of the story, we end up winning two tickets. And uh, the owner and I actually go to Boston. Social media guy stayed home. I'm sorry. Oh, to no. this day, that's kind of To this day, that's kind of a funny joke amongst all of us is like, because we weren't tweeting, by the way. The owner and I were not tweeting. The social media guy, his fingers were on fire, bro. It's like, ah, just like going after it. Oh, I did all the work. Yeah, yeah, I did all the work. (laughs) Yeah, well, buddy, we're going to go. So we went to Boston in 2012, first time uh, inbound. I learned about HubSpot. But the the moment for me that was really what I I didn't realize at that moment in time, but was a life-changing moment for me was I was watching Gary Vaynerchuk uh, speak on stage, and I was just in it, right? HubSpot was positioning this thing of, like, be more human, and Gary was doing his Gary thing, and and I'm like, I'm like— I'm just like I want to grow up to be a marketer, which, which, which. By the way, I never had said that before in my life. I don't know if any. Well, there are marketers out there that said I want to be a grow up to be a marketer, but, but I was like I want to do that. Is really what I said. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And what I meant was I wanted to understand this inbound. I wanted to understand HubSpot, but more importantly, I wanted to end up on that stage. Right. Like I wanted to be on the stage that Gary was on, and I wanted to add value to the world, because again. If you think back to what I just kind of like breezed across real quick, going from a high school dropout to actually turning yourself into somebody that is of value um, and significance, less success, more significance. Like that's the metric to pay attention to. Understood. I was like, how do I do that? How do I do that? And so we got back from inbound 2012 and uh, I dove into HubSpot Academy webinars and uh, got one certification, three certifications, six, six turned into 12, 12 turned into 21. Last year I had 34. HubSpot certifications. I'm also a HubSpot accredited trainer, which is weird. I was like one of the piloting beta people Mm -hmm. for that whole program. Um, And now kind of bringing you up to speed of what's like happened because of this. In 2012, 
Um, I was like, I want to do that. In 2015, I literally spoke for uh, uh, Inbound the first time in 2015, breakout session. Um, and I, 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 I know it's crazy. It's crazy, but I've spoken and I'm humbled. I'm humbled and I'm blessed. Yep. Um, I've spoken every year at Inbound since 2015. Congrats. Um, not, not, not missing a beat, right? And so, I, again, I say all of this humbly because I realize it's a journey. Um, but what I want the other HubSpot admins to hear out of what I'm talking about right now is the fact if you put in the work, right, and, and if you have a goal um, and if you put a strategy towards that goal. So it's literally like a goal, strategy, micro actions. And for me, it was like I need to become fundamentally the most educated human being on the planet pertaining to this thing that is HubSpot and I need to help other people be that along the way. That was right. just the fundamental piece of it. And so in 2013, and we'll talk a little bit more about this later in the show. In 2013, uh, there was a gentleman that I was working with. Uh, we started a hub, uh, HubSpot-specific podcast called The Hubcast. Um, that started <laughs> to grow an audience. We started doing video tutorials. I've created over 1,200 HubSpot how-to tutorials since 2013 that have gone out to, into the world. Um, Crazy. And just there's like all these people that have been along for the ride that helped kind of make these things uh, happen um, or give me almost maybe the launching point to be like, okay, I'm going to use this opportunity to be the best that I can be and help people grow 1% better each and every day. Right. Right. It makes so much sense, George, that seeing Gary on the stage at inbound, he was bringing value like he always does, you know, right. I, I understand his message of wanting to bring value. And so in your head, it's from that high school dropout to your marketing uh, job. It's not that I need to go get a new role. It's that I will get the role on the stage or in the company once I've had the value. So you start to do how to's and you share your knowledge. You get more knowledge and you share that knowledge. It, it comes through in your videos that you continue to put out over 1200 since 2013. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like it, you said at the top it, of the show, you're continuing to learn and then continuing to share that learning. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like my brain has been almost transformed into a really weird. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but literally <laughs> I'll be highway. like teaching. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be teaching something. Somebody will ask me a question. I won't know the answer. We'll figure out the answer together. And as soon as I figure out the answer, I'm like, that has to be a video. Right. And I'll literally right. go create a video and put it out to the world because I, I have this philosophy. If, if one person has this question, a hundred people will probably have this question. And so like, or, or I'll stumble across something in HubSpot and be like, huh, never saw that before <laughs> video. Right. <laughs> right, uh, right. So it's just like these things that progressively <laughs> pop up. And, and, and you, here's the thing. What's funny and fun about this whole thing is you're right. It's like, it's now this machine where you're learning and you're mm -hmm. finding new things and getting new questions and building new videos. And, and humbly, because we're kind of talking about the journey right now, like, Falling into inbound, falling into HubSpot in 2012 has allotted me to be somebody that I didn't really know that I could ever be. And I've traveled around the world and spoke on stages uh, to places that I never thought I would be able to get to. And it's simply because of this belief in 
I can learn anything. And if I learn it, I can teach it. Mm-hmm. And people are actually enjoying what's going on. So let's just keep going. And I had I had a buddy of mine. He said, dude, he goes, I think you would wake up in the morning and create HubSpot how-to videos, even if you didn't use HubSpot. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, bro. Maybe. 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 <laughs> We're not going to try that, though. Please continue to use HubSpot, no, yeah. George. You, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you do yeah. video how-tos. <laughs> yeah, for it's sure. It's a beautiful thing for you to relate the person you are today, uh, not just to a job right, or to a company or to some role you play. That is just who you are, and that's how you operate. And it is fundamentally yeah. shifted. You've made a fundamental change in how you go about thinking about the things you do and then even what you might think about in the first place, not just the direction, but even the entire ecosystem, like you're saying, not even, I didn't know I was going to travel. Yeah. But now I'm traveling. Yeah. That, that's yeah. not even a, a foundational thing. That's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it, it, it gets me to these touch points that I hear you talking about, George. So these milestones you hit that as you look back, it's very obvious to you that all of a sudden I'm I'm now on the inbound stage and I'm going to continue to be. It's important for you to continue that. That was such a monumental thing. You're doing the certifications yeah. and you're retraining. You're doing how to's on things that you know about that you want to share. In addition, you're going out and you're speaking. So there are some of these things that as you look back, they mean something to you that that you're at the level you're at. Are yeah. there other things yeah. that as you look back? I mean, yeah, your room's amazing. Let's just, yeah. Oh, for well. everyone out there, George's room is the rooms of all rooms, the oranges of orange. Yeah. <laughs> Can we well, just... I mean, and even that, right, Grant, even that, it's funny because, like, being able to say that I've worked remote for eight and a half years, like, I haven't had to travel through traffic um, I have, you know, I can just, I, I have a mini fridge and a computer <laughs> and a cool room and I can create content that, that people around the world see. Like I've had people from Israel and like just all, all sorts of places be like, man, I love your videos. Right. So, so right. it's just, I'm, I'm blessed and humbled. And, and again, it's, I just realized like there's, um, there's a lot of responsibility to what I've been enabled with uh, here. And, and I get that every day. Like, I care Understood. so much about what is happening with that community that's kind of been built. But it comes through. But if I think back on – I appreciate that because, uh, I again, I do try to stay happy, helpful, humble, right? That's, that's kind of my thing that happens in all the videos. But um, I'm actually trying to remind myself how I want to show up to the world and how I want the community to show up to the world as well. But – if, if I think back uh, along the way, there are some like moments in time where they're like, holy crap moments, right? Mm-hmm. So the first one, you know, to go from a small agency in Massillon, Ohio, which, by the way, in uh, like 2013, we're a new partner or up and coming partner or something like that. 2014, that agency was out of business. right? <laughs> but to ha- but to go through this flow of like going from that agency and all of a sudden getting the phone call from uh, Marcus Sheridan, um, who is the author of They Ask, You Answer, um, used to be the owner of the sales line later, years later, uh, got a being acquired by Impact uh, Brand and Design, but getting a call from him 
Uh, that's a precipice moment, right? right? Because as somebody who's just getting started in the space, having somebody who's a professional speaker reach out and say, hey, I think you have some talents only, only because I had been getting HubSpot certifications at that point and being a super dorky nerd <laughs> in the webinar <laughs> chat pane that people in HubSpot were actually starting to talk about. Like, this guy's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. nobody else is asking us like Skittles and M&Ms in the <laughs> chat pane. Like, what's, what's going on here, right? And so, so – so literally getting that phone call was a precipice moment of like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife was like, what happened? I go, I, I honestly just feel like I won the marketing lottery. Right. Like I just got offered a job. Right. Um, so I worked for the sales line for Marcus for five years. So so inside of that, there's a couple moments though that I think are okay. – <laughs> I need to unpack with the HubSpot admins because, again – this journey, I hope, is an inspirational story, not something that somebody listens to and goes, well, I can't do that because right. that's not what I want. I want you to realize you can do any of the things that I've been able to achieve because I'm just me. I'm just a guy who happens to like be a nerd on camera and have fun Let's with what do I'm it. doing. But but here's the thing. A um, couple of things that happened during that milestones. Is I'll never forget I was in um, Cheesecake Factory with Marcus. I was getting ready to do my first keynote speech. Um, and he said to me, he goes, dude, you have to be vulnerable. Like you have to start your keynote with the fact that you're a high school dropout. And I said, bro, you out of your mind, brother. <laughs> like there's, there's no Not way that I'm going to get in front of, of people and start with that. And he said to me these words, and and everybody listening to this podcast, I hope you embrace these words. Until you embrace being vulnerable, you will miss out on the magic moments of life. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I I was like, okay, okay, until I am able to be vulnerable, I'm going to miss out on the magic moments of life. So. I literally started my keynote. It was a black slide, white text, and I just turned it on. I was silent and said, I'm a high school dropout. Uh, and the room, people started to laugh. That's beautiful, man. And, and, I, and I, so then I vocally said, no, I'm a high school dropout. Well, the laughter kind of dimmed down. And I said one last time, no, I'm a high school dropout. And you could hear a pin drop, bro, a pin drop. And so the rest of the thing was about you know marketing and measuring and HubSpot and everything. But I had everybody's attention. Um, and I had people afterwards like, don't ever do that again. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'll do it every single time, right? Because it got – it was a magic moment. And, and what's fun is I had a lady come up to me after that first keynote I did. And she said, I want you to realize how much I connect with your math teacher. Because, by the way, the reason I'm a high school dropout is because I had a math teacher who told me in the middle of class, I would never amount to anything. And within six, uh, like uh, probably six weeks, I was out of school, uh, joined the Navy, like out of there. Right. She goes, I really connected with your math teacher story. And uh, I go, oh, thanks. You know, and I I thought she was just being polite. She goes, no, 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 no. I don't think you understand. For me, that was my mother. And we sat there and we talked for like 20 to 30 minutes about forgiveness and all these things. And I realized at that moment, I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. I'm supposed to be here to tell my story and to help heal people that actually connect with who I am and why I do what I do. This is what that statement meant. This is what it means. I'm a human first and I have these experiences I'm going to talk to you about. Here's my humanity on a plate. That's it. 
Wow. That's it. Which, if you think about it, in 2012, why did HubSpot, uh, like, why was I so hungry for it? Because it was like this speaking about being human, don't call me the customer, like, right? So that was just my vibe. So the other thing that I want the HubSpot admins is to, to think about, too, because this was a milestone in, in the story, is don't ever count yourself out until you try something. Um, because in 2013, Marcus was like, hey, I think we should start a podcast. And again, <laughs> I was like, bro, you must be out of your mind, dude. Like, I hate my voice. I hate my voice. My voice is so stupid. And um, he's like, no, I think we should do this. So we started the Hubcast, right? And I did right. 271 episodes before I ended up going to Impulse uh, Creative and doing what we're doing now with Sprocket Talk. But, mm -hmm. but what's funny is, Again, we maybe got like 15, 20 episodes in. All of a sudden, we hit another inbound. We go to inbound, and I hear things like, um, bro, you sound like a radio announcer. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, like a now, good so thing. So what I want everybody yeah, – yeah, like, yeah. And, and I'm like – so what I thought was my biggest weakness ended up being one of my greatest strengths, right? And again, if it was if I had just said no, I'm not going to do that and counted myself out, then what would have happened? But but being able to say, "Hey, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go for this." And and in the back of your mind having the thing of like, "Is it possible?" Is it possible with the thing that I'm about to do that it could change my life forever? And mm -hmm. then just running with it. Mm -hmm. So the next thing that was really uh, kind of impactful for me, if again, we talked about speaking at Inbound 2015 and all that. Right. Um, but I got an opportunity to be interviewed by Mark Killens before he left HubSpot. I got an opportunity to be part of a HubSpot certification for certified trainers, which was really cool. Um, and then to bring you up to speed, like today, um, being able to like, pick the agency that I wanted to work for. Right. Right. Um, right. Cause it literally was like, okay, uh, the sales line got acquired. Um, I don't feel like I'm a great fit here. By the way, 80% of that totally could have been me. Uh, not ready to go from a small team to a large team, sure. like whatever it, it is, what it is, it's water under the bridge, but I'm like, I don't fit here. And to actually have been able to build a brand, be a person of value, to look around and go, who else is one of the most human people in this space that I know? Oh, Remington Big. Let me give him a call and be like, hey, what does it look like if I'm on your team? And for the hiring process to basically be like, yes, let me let me figure out what that looks like. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so yes, so then just to be able to go hand in hand for uh, the last four and a half, almost five years at Impulse Creative and again, build this community that is Sprocket Talk and create more videos and create content and be able to uh, be part of the HubSpot onboardings where we're like literally changing the way people think about HubSpot and the way that they can market sell or service those folks uh in their business so it's just been um just pretty dang amazing you know <laughs> as i think about it and one of the things that i have written on the whiteboard behind me like right back there because uh, i think again super super admins need to pay attention to this um because while i'm telling the story i'm talking about it uh, as the climb 
right? Right, um, right. But one thing that we're really bad at as humans is pausing the climb for a second, turning a 180 and looking down the mountain. And so on my whiteboard every day when I leave my office, it says you've come uh, you've come a long way since 2013, right? And so if you're a super well, you admin you're trying to do super admin – I have 2013 on there. Yep. And um, because really that's when I started adding value. What That's when I, the podcast, the videos, the 2013 to 2012 was like, I'm just take this year and educate myself and sure. try to become something of actually knowing what the heck this is. So, but I said, you come a long way since 2013. Um, and I look at that and I'm like, okay, yes, the, the mountain has been large, but the journey hasn't been difficult. Well, George, I guess for uh, again, for all the super admins listening, it must have been really nice in 2013 to already know Remington and have the plan and already know that you're going to talk at Inbound 2015 and already know about Sprocket Talk. I mean, in 2013, when you had all that plan laid out, you already knew all the answers. That must have been really nice, right? Oh yeah, it was beautiful because you know I'm a time traveler. <laughs> no, bro, like right? I didn't, I didn't know any of that, right? And but here's the thing, and, and I'm glad that you dove into this, and then I'll be quiet. But but you you unlock something in my brain. Um, I have a buddy, and he said to me one time I was interviewing him, and he, and he said to me, he goes, "Dude, you are a transition specialist," and I said, "What?" He said, you are a transition specialist. He goes, I've sat back. I've watched your career. You're a designer, developer. All of a sudden, you're like, I want to be a marketer. Then you're like, I want to do podcasting. Then you're like, I want to do video. And like, you keep bobbing and weaving and doing these things and building these blocks. And I'm like, well, that's because like, I just like to learn. And I see these things and it feels right. And I just go in that direction. So I want everybody to know that like, uh, probably, and again, I have a hard time saying this cause I don't really believe in luck per se. Cause I know there's hard work along the way, right. but like 50, it's 50% work. It's 50% gut. It's, you know, an extra, uh, you know, other thing that's in there as well, but it's just like, no, you got to learn how to transition or pivot right, right. when it makes sense to pivot. And it's that funny thing that hard work and opportunity all of a sudden at that intersection, luck just seems to happen. But if you're yeah. not doing that work and you're not that opportunity isn't going to find you and that luck isn't then going to intersect. It's just this funny thing of chasing your curiosity and being a human. And then once you do that to its fullest potential, all of a sudden these things happen. You're, yeah. yeah. And I, it's beautiful. I think there's two things. I think there's two things I want to kind of tack on to the end of that grant. Um, and they have helped me along the way. And I think since we're talking to HubSpot super admins or HubSpot users, or whoever you are right now and whoever you're trying to become in the future, there's two things that go into that like transition specialist being able to pivot. One, whenever I come to work, I don't ever really come to work as an employee. I always have this thing and I don't know where it came from. It's really weird, but it's like ownership mentality, yep. right? So it's like entrepreneur per se, right? And so having a, a mindset of like, it, if it, I'm going to treat it like it was mine, right? Right. I'm, gonna, it, I'm just going to be uh, ownership mentality is super key. But here's the other thing that people find interesting when I have conversations around it is the other thing is I never really feel like I go to work. 
I feel like I go to play. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. And there's a different way that you show up when you go to play than when you're going to work. And, and I do know where that came from because there's a book out there called The Fish Philosophy. Okay. And it talks about the people at I think it's Pikes Peak in Seattle, the fish market and how they're like it's like play and make people's day. And like the book is just super dope and it's super small. By the way, otherwise I probably wouldn't have read it. I would have listened to it on an audio book. But, but the thing is, like, coming as ownership mentality and coming to play makes for a completely different day and what you're willing to do to actually put yourself in that work opportunity scenario. Right, right. Heard. Heard. The, and, and the pivots make so much sense. You're coming from the sense of a marketer. Whether you're an operations person or an HR, you can pivot into RevOps or you can become a, a HubSpot super admin through starting in certifications and then taking those experiences and pushing them over into the sales side of the business. Or if yep. you're heavy sales, you can learn about HR and you can, again, learn more about HubSpot through the academy. Yeah, so. and it's funny because you're unlocking all these things in my brain. I have this thing that I embrace um, called the chameleon effect. Um, and I always used to think when I was younger that this is a bad thing. Like I could step into a room and be this guy like if it needed to be around sales or I could step in this room and be this guy over here if it had to deal with marketing. And I was like, man, that's that's kind of like – weird That's like weird. am i actually being am i being fake like what's happening here and then i read this book by michael port called steal the show which by the way if you want to like be a great communicator uh have stage presence and and have fun learning it along the way the the book steal the show by michael port is amazing but in there he talks about the chameleon effect and how the chameleon doesn't change colors by being fake it's changing colors because it's its natural ability to blend into the scenario that it needs to be in. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not being fake. I'm simply using my God-given gift right. of being able to fit in the scenario that people need me to be to serve them in the way that they need to be served. George. And that was a moment in time that uh, like unlocked everything for me. Get out of my head. I super appreciate <laughs> the articulation you're able to put on something like that. Uh, you're unlocking in me these things that I did in my childhood. My parents are divorced, and luckily I was six when it happened. So I wasn't eight, nine, ten when you start to get like an attitude and think you know stuff. Yeah. So I had yeah. accepted it. And then when you go over to grandmas, you're one way. When you go over to dads, you're one way. When you go over to moms, you're another way. And I, I would, I would talk to uh, my the the person I talked to at school, which turned out was a therapist. I never knew. We just played board games, and I talked. Nah, that's and, funny. And I would tell her that like, I'm uh, like a different person. And she just said, that's okay. It's a different environment. Oh. So where yeah. I thought it was weird because people were showing up as the same person no matter where I saw them at baseball practice or at school. I was, like you said, changing based on the environment. But man, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it an unlock? Um, <laughs> I love talking to you. I hope people listening are enjoying your stories. You're so articulate and, and you have such an interesting story that has come from a human place and only continue down the path that you see in front of you. And I super appreciate that transparency. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. So you, 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 and along the way, you've mentioned a couple people, Remington, Matt, and Gary. 
Can you tell us about a couple other people uh, or some other people whom you're grateful for to have had on your journey along the way so far? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, again, Remington, Marcus, key players there, but there's so many like community members too that are like, you know, Moby Sadiq just like is he's like my brother from another mother. He's, you know, Australia. Like we love to kick it when we're at inbound. Um, and, and, and that's this part right here becomes hard because there's so many that have either emailed me or said something that drive me to the, that next thing. Um, you know, Doc, uh, if you're listening to this, you know who you are, um, Darren, right? Um, but here's the thing. One person who actually doesn't really ever get a ton of like limelight when I'm telling this story in most channels um, I feel like today I'm supposed to mention. And so there is a beginning before the beginning, right? So Heard. our story here started uh, in 2012, winning tickets. Um, I started talking about how I was a designer and a developer and at an agency. The story that nobody ever hears is how did I go from um, an out-of-work associate pastor working at a water park to actually getting into working at design, right? And actually my first agency job. And so, like, okay. again, okay. pivot, transit, pivot and transition, right? Yes. Like, it's yes. happened my entire life. But, but so there's a buddy of mine, and we've been friends ever since. And this is literally like, gosh, what, 20 – 2009, 2008, roughly, right, right. Um, where um, I looked at my wife and I go, man, I want to do something with design because I had taught myself Photoshop and uh, back in when at the okay. church, like they needed graphics for the screen and they wanted a website and I taught myself HTML and stuff like <laughs> of that. Of course, George and, steps up, learns it and yeah, does it, of course. Yeah, <laughs> learn it and do it. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. And so, so, but my, my wife's like, well, hey, and this is before Craigslist became like a whole like... <laughs> Woo! But my wife's like, hey, there's this ad for, uh, you know, a designer at an agency up in Akron, Ohio. And uh, I'm like, OK, OK, let's let's do this. So I went up there and I, I I'm literally wearing like this blue windbreaker. I got no book. Uh, you know, there's four. There's I knew I was out of my element. There's literally four people um, interviewing me. And I'm like, oh. good God, what is this? And uh, like three of them are like, no, no, you know, no. And one guy's like talking. And, and so finally they're like, give us a minute. And I see him walk over and they're talking and. I'm like, I ain't getting hired. Like, <laughs> this, this, is this, this, this didn't work. Why did I do this? I drove how like, far oh, God. for this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, literally like a like 45-minute drive, and I'm I'm sweating my butt <laughs> off, and I don't look like I fit here. Like, it's literally like a bad scenario. So they come back to the table, and one guy goes, um, hey, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, we're going to give you a 60-day probational period, and we're going to see if you got what it takes. Um, but if not, then, you know, no harm, no foul, but at least we're going to give you a shot. Sure. And I was like, okay. And uh, he goes, do you know what InDesign is? And I'm like, in what? <laughs> he goes, InDesign. And I'm like, well, no, but I, I know Photoshop and Illustrator. He goes, well, you're going to have to know how to use InDesign. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Bet. So this is a Thursday, by the way, that I'm getting interviewed. Um, I go home. 
Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm on lynda.com. Now it's LinkedIn Learning. Mm -hmm. I'm on lynda.com, and I'm like learning my face off, mm -hmm. right? I come back Monday morning, a little more dressed up, lost the windbreaker. Heard. Know Heard. your audience. Got it. And uh, I walk up to his desk. By the way, his, my buddy, Eric Jacobs, been my buddy for years now. Walk up to his desk, and I go, here, I know how to use InDesign. And he's like, what? I go, yeah, I got four uh, lynda.com certifications right there. I learned how to use InDesign over the weekend. And he learned, he leaned over and he goes, looked at the guys on, in the other desk. He goes, I told you. And so that was yes. my journey. That, that, that was my journey of he was the guy who went to bat for me. He, he was the one that saw something and believed that I had this drive. And that's literally the precipice moment that put me into design and development that led me to HubSpot, that led me to Inbound, that led me to where I'm at now, helping people across the world at Impulse Creative in the community <laughs> Sprocket Talk. All right. If you're out there listening to this podcast uh, becoming a HubSpot super admin, DM Eric Jacobs, tweet him, send him a thank you card. We all owe him a huge debt of gratitude <laughs> for bringing George to us. That's it. What a That's story. It. And and right, the, the thought he had or the insight and experience to whatever he saw in you, whether it was the drive or the way you spoke, like literally the 45-minute yeah. drive to at least do an interview, whatever that was, yeah. to then say to them, Let's do a like probationary period. What's the harm? That's fantastic. Yeah. But then again, it's amazing. Back to what you said again at the top. You're always learning. And so it wasn't a all right on Monday, I'll figure this stuff out. It was I'm going to spend the weekend going deep. Yeah. Yeah. What an exactly. awesome story, man. Like and I think unfortunately um anybody listening to this, you've got to figure out a way to, the, to put a fire in your belly, right? Right. Um, and for me, I think that's because of my beginning, right? And, right. and, and I, the high school dropout, yes. But even before that, like I can literally pull out pictures that show me at three years old in Lincoln, Montana with my family – a one-room log cabin, no running water, like salt of the earth, like heard just and and, and yeah. knowing that like I've got a wife, I've got kids, I I need to do this, whatever this is that equals significance and success, and them having the freedoms that I didn't have when I was a child growing up, like that. whatever it takes. Let's do that. Yeah. That. Yep. That's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by your story of getting after it and humbled by the idea that you were looking for an opportunity and you weren't looking for a handout. You, you wanted the opportunity to show your skill and value. You weren't looking for someone to, to get everything figured out for you. Uh, and I super yeah, respect Grant, that. I appreciate it. I, I love that you mentioned that and I appreciate that. I love that you said that because I literally there was a, a moment in time where I, I looked at my pastor and I was I was literally like, dude, I'm not looking for a handout. I'm looking for a hand up. Like, mm -hmm. when am I going to get my hand up? Mm -hmm. Well, when I got it, bro, I took it, it and ran the, with it. it was ran the, with it. <laughs> so uh, last thing here before we close up and thanks so much for being on again and telling your story with us. Uh, it makes it, it makes for a fun in 10 years. Maybe we'll do this again. 
However, you've been talking about 2012 and we're in 2022 right now. So yeah. my, my last one for you would be uh, 10 years from now, George. What is 10 years from now, George, talking to current George about? What is 10 years from now, George, saying to current George? Yeah, and I told you at the beginning, I didn't know <laughs> at all how I was going to answer this question because I, I really don't. But as we've kind of progressed through here, I'll tell you, there's a couple things like slamming into the front of my cranium like, dude, wake the frick up. Um, I think the me 10 years from now would look and go, dude, you've just begun. Like you've only scratched the surface. You have no clue right. where you're going to go. Like I, that, right. I think there's that uh, part of it. But I also think that my future self would warn me to not get comfortable. Right. Because Heard. in comfort. The fire starts to dim. The belly gets, you know, relaxed. The the hustle, you know, by a good way. Because I am by no means saying anybody do the whole ch the whole hustle culture. Like healthy hustle, sure. Unhealthy, no. Uh, that's a whole other story where I ended up in a hospital for three and a half days. But anyway, George, the, the our, our BTR CEO <laughs> says, "Do your best, not your all. Do your that's, best, yes. not your all." Yeah. So, so I would say like, you know, don't get comfortable. And the biggest one too is, um, sometimes in life we have these moments where we're even, even me, even this guy who is a transition specialist, uh, who loves to pivot. We come across these times in our life where we're afraid to maybe make that pivot. Um, there's a lot at stake if we make that transition. And I think the future me would simply say, dude, don't be afraid. Yeah. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Don't be afraid. And, and again, I'll end kind of with that because I do have, while fear creeps in, I do have this really weird relationship with fear where I heard this inspirational speaker say it once and I grabbed onto it like and just I always hold it close is that fear for me is actually false evidence appearing real, meaning all the things that I'm putting in my way, all the things that are making me believe that I can't do that thing actually haven't happened yet. Right. And so my future self is saying, dude, don't get comfortable. Don't be afraid. Like you, you have no clue where you're headed. Just get busy and come meet me. Here I am. Right, right. I love that. Show up. Here I am. Meet me there. You know, you, if, if you believe you're in control of your journey and your path, then why are you worried about running into those things? You wouldn't do it that way. So believe yeah. in yourself. Head towards the thing you want. Create the evidence of the positive. Mm. The fear. If yeah. the fear is the negative, then you create the, the evidence that's the positive. That's fantastic. Yep. Awesome place to end it, George. Before we head out, what's the best place for people to find Sprocket Talk and Impulse Creative and everything George B. Thomas? Yeah, so there's a couple of things. A, you can go to impulsecreative.com. You can go to sprockettalk.com or better yet, like YouTube. You can even search HubSpot Sprocket Talk on YouTube and find the videos. 
Um, personally, if you want to connect with me, Mr. George B. Thomas on Facebook, George B. Thomas on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, or if you have a question that you don't necessarily want to put in like the socials or out into the world, because I mean, we talked about some pretty deep stuff on this episode. Uh, you can literally go to georgebthomas.com forward slash help. And you can fill out a form and then we'll have a conversation in our inboxes, uh, which may lead to an actual call. Who knows? But uh, that's the places where you can meet me however you want to meet me. And uh, we can carry on a conversation in the future. That's beautiful. GeorgeBThomas.com slash help. Yep. Thanks for being on and sharing your story with us of becoming a HubSpot super admin, George. Yep, Grant. Thanks for the opportunity. Becoming the HubSpot Super Admin Podcast is available at HubSpotSuperAdmin.com or wherever you get your podcast.